We've started to give you some wrap-up episodes of our fall championships. My name is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstad. I'm the executive director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. And today we're going to wrap up our girls' volleyball championships held in November in Cape Girardeau. Joining me is Associate Executive Director Tony Hill. Good morning. Good morning. And Jason West, our Director of Communications. Hello there. Hello. Jason is a fairly regular presence on our championship wrap-ups as he's kind of the, he's the information guy. That's your, <laughs> that's your job. Okay, so we were at the Show Me Center in Cape Girardeau, November 2nd through 4th, and we had five classes of volleyball. And let's just get started, Tony. We brought the top four in each of those classes. So tell us how it shook out in the end. Okay, so we crowned five champions. One out of each of those classes. Class 1, Advance, beat South Iron in a 3-0 match. And then we had Class 2, Fairgrove, Herman, which was a barn burner with a 3-2 match with Fairgrove winning that championship. Class 3, Blair Oaks beat Ursuline Academy 3-2. And Class 4, Incarnate Word, beat St. Pius the 10th out of Festus 3-0. And then Class 5, our largest class, Lafayette Wildwood beat Francis Howe 3-0. Okay. Jason, you have any color to add to any of those championship <laughs> results? Well, we certainly had a nice mix of return teams as well as had a couple of first-time teams that had not made their way to the Show Me Center before or a, a volleyball championship before. So in Class 1, Advance has kind of made it an annual tradition over the last few years. They've been there five times since 2018. And they've come back with five titles, including back-to-back last year and this year. South Iron had been there twice before, two times in the last three years. So they're up and coming as well. Then Northwest out of Hughesville and Galena were both making their first trips to the Final Four for volleyball, as well as both of those schools. That's the first time any of their teams on the girls' side have made it to a Final Four. So that was a very neat experience for them. On the Class 2 side, we had Fairgrove making their fourth trip. That was their first title in volleyball, kind of backing off. You know, Their girls' basketball team won the title last year, so volleyball couldn't be outdone, and, and they won it this year to start the year off. Herman is a perennial <laughs> when it comes to volleyball. They made their 29th trip in total. Of those 29 trips, 21 ended in the championship match. So they have certainly got a, a tradition there. Bishop LeBlanc making their fourth trip, again, second time in three years. Arcadia Valley was making their third trip, and they have been there three times since 2015. So some old hat, old guard, and new up-and-comers as well. On the Class three side, Blair Oaks made it three for three. They won their third consecutive state title. They've been there three times and won it all three times. So when it comes to volleyball... They're just expecting it now. <laughs> <laughs> Ursuline Academy making their third trip. Uh, unique there is it was their third trip overall, but their first trip since 1994. So it, it's been a while for the Bears. Pleasant Hill came back again this year. That was their ninth trip overall to the Final Four. And uh, Clever was making their second trip, actually. They had also been there in 2011. So those two times in their school history. Class 4, a team that we actually associate probably more with girls basketball than volleyball, but Incarnate Word Academy has 27 trips to the Final Four, 
normally we think of their girls basketball team but they share a lot of the same athletes so <laughs> it makes sense that volleyball has success as well they've won their 12th title this year it was their first since 05 and then St. Pius Festus made their 11th trip Jeff City made their fourth trip, but their first trip since 2000. So it had been a little bit since they had been there. And then St. Michael, the Archangel, making their fourth trip since 2017. So they are starting to get accustomed to volleyball there as well. In Class 5, Lafayette Wildwood, 11 trips now, 8 titles. They won back-to-back last year and this year, which is a feat in and of itself, and there's a lot of schools that would like that, but it's also not the longest streak Lafayette's had. They've won six in a row from 2011 through 16, so they're used to taking back the big trophy. Francis Howe made its fourth trip in volleyball. Lee Summit West had been there seven times, including two in the last three years, and Kickapoo, who is also returning in Class 5 this year, made their sixth trip. So a nice mix of, like we said, the old guard and up-and-comers. There's some names in there, and I'm struck. This is our last girls' team sport of the season, of the fall season. We will have a wrap-up on cross-country where we had girls in the same weekend, but then girls are done for the fall. All we had left after volleyball and cross-country were boys swimming and diving, boys soccer, and football. Football co-ed, meaning we could have girls playing on the boys' football team, but it is generally a boys' sport. So some of those names that we were reading through, we have seen in other championships this season. And I just want a shout out to some of those that we've seen kind of over several Fairgrove. Really, you mentioned Fairgrove State Championship in girls basketball last spring. Fairgrove's had a pretty good calendar year. (laughs) I believe they were in the softball championship. Their scholar bowl team was really, really strong. And I think I'm missing one, but they had another really strong finish. Francis Howell has, uh, girls have had a strong fall season softball championship in Class 5. They, I believe, were in the top four in girls golf in Class 4 and now get a second place in volleyball. So they've had a really strong season as well. So just a few of those that kind of jumped out to me. So another cool story from Clever. So the Clever volleyball coach is named Dan Evans. He is the former athletic director at Catholic, Springfield Catholic. He lives and has lived in Clever. And you mentioned that 2011 Clever volleyball team. Well, his daughter was on that team. So as he came in with his team at the Show Me Center, he was telling me that he retired from being the athletic director at Springfield Catholic and He was driving on the road in his hometown, and he hears on the radio that the clever girls volleyball coach has gotten a job at the collegiate level. This summer, he learns this. And so he just turns into the high school, because it was at the next light, and asks, maybe you want me to coach your girls volleyball team? And so, long story short, he said, you know, he was pretty excited to go to the Final Four, because his daughter's image is on the gym wall because they put team photos up of final four and he was going to be right next to his daughter so that was kind of a cool little story those are the ones that you you really can appreciate and add value to the the sport and and what interscholastic activities are all about yeah tony you have any thoughts about the tournament itself or any anecdotal things that strike you that uh, folks might find interesting about our volleyball championships Well, it went pretty smooth. Lots of competitive games. We had one instance right before the Class 2 championship where the fire alarms went off. And so... Because there was actually a fire. Yes, there was actually smoke. 
I don't know if there were flames, but there was smoke for sure. And so had to clear the gym, fire marshal cleared it. We came back in, had to wait a little bit before we could start warm-ups and games. And so had music going and the Fairgrove and Herman teams did some dance-offs. It was really fun. Those fans and players and coaches really handled that well. And we appreciate their flexibility as we were trying to manage that. But in the Show Me Center did a fantastic job getting us right back in and playing as quick as we could. So appreciate Will and Abby and Taylor and that team getting that rolling and, and letting us play again. But it was it was pretty cool to see those girls that were getting ready to play for a state championship come together and just have some fun, like high school girls just having fun. So that was neat. It was also neat to watch Advance win that state championship again. Coach Aaron Hoffman, right before that championship game, was honored with a traditions team and where she had won a state championship with Bell City 20 years ago. And then her daughter was a senior on that Advance team this year. And so seeing that play out was pretty cool, too. Yeah. There are a lot of fun connections that we get to see. And as you point out, they're high school kids. Yes. You know, they get to this level and the competitiveness is so, it's so high and they're really skilled. These teams are well honed and you can kind of forget that they're high school kids. Just like we do when we're watching collegiate athletics and we get mad and realizing that we're mostly watching 18 to 22 year olds, young people who they have great skills and they're pretty good at what they do, but they are humans too. So Jason, anything to wrap us up? No, I was just going to build off of what Tony said on Saturday with the situation and the fire alarm and how well everyone handled it and having to leave the building and then come back in. And the dance-offs were a lot of fun to watch and, you know, really let everyone see how loose the girls were. (laughs) And, you know, they were concentrating on volleyball, but, you know, probably one of the most exciting matches of the weekend followed that. And so it, it was just a a really neat experience on Saturday and and how well everyone handled everything. We had a good mix of three O's and three twos and three twos are always exciting. And even the three O's, I mean, a three O can have a very different profile than another three O. And we had a lot of competitive volleyball in championship games and third place games. Right. Some of our semifinals, we had lots of three, two games and very competitive three O three one games. Yeah. It would appear that the sport of girls volleyball is in pretty good shape in the state of Missouri as far as skill level and popularity. It's more popular now than I think it has been in our state for a long time. There's lots of talk on the nationwide scene about the competition between girls basketball and girls volleyball. So we're kind of watching it play out in our state and we still have a lot of participation in both, but it it was great to see that sport highlighted that weekend. And Tony, you did a great job. Thank you. Your first one. First one. And you had a fire. First one with a fire. Yes. So <laughs> get uh, that out of the way. Get done. that out of the yeah, way. It's going to be smooth, smooth sailing from here on out. A lot Mark of states, it off the bucket list. That's right. A lot of state association administrators cannot say they've had a fire at any of their championships, right. and now you can. So right. congratulations. Thank so, you. Jason, thanks for joining us. Thank you. With your information, Tony, as well. You have been listening to the Misha All Access podcast. This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstead, the Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Thank you for listening to the Misha All Access podcast and having an interest in Missouri high school activities and athletics. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us, and we really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.